Hey, well, welcome, welcome. This is episode number five of the Blessed in This Mess podcast, and today we're going to practice what we talked about in the last episode, and that is meditation and breathing to relieve caregiver stress. And today I've got the honor of sharing with you an interview that I recorded with a special guest, and that special guest is Amy Denny. Amy is a writer, she is a light therapy and stress specialist with certifications in holy yoga and trauma-sensitive holy yoga. She teaches clients how to calm their bodies and minds with movement and with breath. And her work, honestly, has been just a godsend for me in the last several years as I've been exploring what I find to be more natural methods to help me just slow down, to lower my blood pressure, and to help me sleep more peacefully, or to return to sleep more peacefully if I wake in the middle of the night. And I think Amy offers some really helpful tools, and she keeps them very simple, which I really appreciate. She offers those online, and she also sees clients in person. And I'll be sure to link information about Amy to the show notes so that you can look and find more information about her if you care to. I think you are really going to appreciate this conversation about calming our bodies and relieving some of our caregiver stress. And so I invite you to listen in. I'm so glad that you're with us here today. As I told you in the intro, I have one of my good friends here with me today. She is so awesome. And I swear in the last two years, she's helped to keep me sane and keep me breathing deeply and walking through my days. She is Amy Denny. Amy, it is so good to have you here. Thank you, Lori. I appreciate being here. It's wonderful to be now in the month of March. And uh, I'm hoping that means no more snow. Are we just about done with that? I hope so. I wondered, for just for something fun to start off, Amy, can you tell us what is your favorite thing about the month of March? I love March. By the end of March, the grass is really getting green, and my husband's birthday is March 27th. He was actually born on his mother's birthday, and he proposed to me on their birthdays. Oh, super cool. Yeah. So at the end of this month, it's going to be green. Everything's going to be coming back to life. And I will celebrate the 25th anniversary of that proposal. Oh, how fabulous. Wow. And if you had an extra 10 minutes in the month of March on a day like the 27th, what would you do to decompress or what would you do to make you smile? Hmm. I love being outside. So if it was warm enough, even if it was just a little bit nippy, I would probably kick off my shoes and just walk barefoot for 10 minutes in the grass. Oh, that sounds fabulous. I I would go for that, especially now. All right. Well, let's get to it here. Could you share a little bit about your background, especially with a focus on the training that you've had and the experiences that you've had around mindfulness and meditation and deep breathing, all those things that I so love you for? Sure. Well, I'm the least likely suspect to be a yoga teacher. I'm not flexible. I'm not patient. 
Um, I don't think I have a soothing voice um, and I don't have great balance. In fact, I'm usually covered in bruises, but God called me to it. He actually provided the resources to do it three months before he called me to it. A friend had given me a gift um, to do something to help people with their lives. And I was talking to a friend about this really generous gift and how I had no idea what I was going to do about it, but I thought God might be calling me into yoga. And at that moment, we pulled up behind a car that was covered in yoga bumper stickers. So I haven't looked back. I'm certified in holy yoga, which is Christ-centered yoga. And after that, I just kept going. I have a certification in trauma-sensitive holy yoga. And I just received a certification in disordered eating with yoga. And that really focuses and hones in on different disciplines that help overcome addictive type behaviors, like journaling, for instance, meditation, prayer, there's many. But I also, I'm just, I really geek out on the trauma end of things. So I did a certification from the National Institute of Clinical uh, um, Application of Behavioral Medicine just to get my feet even wetter on trauma and how that affects the brain. And it's really awesome news because um, people who've gone through trauma, and I imagine many caregivers would relate to this, can um, essentially cure it. And these physicians say they don't use the C word lightly, but with mindfulness. So you are positioned well to help so many people. Well, you know, what I've heard that's so interesting that you actually use the word trauma, because the folks I know that deal even with trauma physicians have suggested to me that over this pandemic time, that all of the chronic stress that we're under is very much like trauma. And so these practices like mindfulness and meditation and deep breathing have become even more important because the whole concept is is going to be good for more and more of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very interesting. I love your certifications. What I love you for more than anything, though, are those videos that I get, those YouTube videos where you are walking me through breathing or walking me through posture or whatever. Can you explain to us, Amy, the basics? We're going to get just down and dirty. I've promised the folks that listen here that we'll keep it very simple. And so the basics of deep breathing, including what it does for your mind and what it does for your body. Sure. So a lot of times in yoga instruction, we, I will explain something in terms of the dysfunction. So most of us breathe very shallowly. We don't get our breath very far down into our lungs and rarely into our belly. And what that does is it puts a lot of tension on our shoulders, our back, and our neck. Um, When you're not using this powerful muscle called the diaphragm to breathe as we are designed to, then you're really putting strain on the rest of your body. So that's the dysfunction of shallow breathing. Deep breathing um, will slow down not just your breath intentionally, but it begins to slow your heart rate down. And when you can slow your heart rate down, it gives your body a chance to digest food, to rest better. Um, It's good for blood pressure. I've actually had a gentleman one of my yoga classes who got off blood pressure medication strictly from adding a yoga class into his schedule. And even though I know the science behind that, it just really knocked my socks off that, that, that it was that powerful. I mean, truly. 
Yeah, the benefits are many. The benefits are many. And so to still the body and still the mind. And I thought I remembered you talking to us about your parasympathetic nervous system. And isn't there some impact on like for it's almost like a force quit on a computer, isn't it? That you can, um, if you do deep breathing, it helps to calm your body almost like a force quit. It makes it calm down. Am I right about that? Yeah. Meditation is super powerful for that reason, because it does have this calming effect on the brain and the body. Um, And the way, the mechanism in which it does that is through vagal tone, your vagus nerve and vagus means uh, wandering. This vagus nerve wanders from your brain all the way through your body. And it touches almost every major organ, including your digestive system. And deep breathing actually um, stimulates and relaxes that nerve. So that's touching on your heart, your lungs, and your digestion. So the mind-body connection is super, super powerful. Yeah, no wonder. No wonder it has the ability to calm us down so significantly. All right. Well, can you share with us then the use of deep breathing techniques in the daytime and the nighttime? What are some circumstances around which we might do deep breathing or meditation, places where that might help us specifically as we are absorbing all of this caregiver stress? Sure. I'll speak just to the stress. You can use the breath even to re-energize yourself, but let's just talk about stress and just a deep belly breath, just one deep belly breath has been found to have enough of a benefit that it's worthwhile to do. So uh, for instance, the other day I was at a stoplight. I had had a very stressful, very busy day and I was getting ready to go to an eye doctor appointment. And I found myself, I find myself often while I'm driving, holding tension in my neck and shoulders. And I find my whole entire head is kind of not aligned properly. That's what those headrests are for actually, but I don't use them. And I just made it my intention at every single stoplight to take a few deep breaths. And by the time I got there, I was so much more calm. So just finding those little moments, maybe it's when you load the dishwasher or um, if you start to notice your shoulders creeping into your ears, then that can be a cue from your body and just stop right there and take a deep breath. It doesn't take much time at all. Yeah. You know, in the early days when I was first listening to your um, prompts for meditation, you had suggested to us that we might even try on the hour taking deep breaths. That was so eye-opening to me as I was working through my day, particularly as if I'm working on projects that are taking a lot of time on my computer to stop and realize I tensed up between each hour. And then when it was time to relax, I did the breathing and I relaxed. It was huge. The other place this breathing that you've taught me has been so helpful is when I have to get up at night in order to take care of something. It could have happened with mom. It might be something around blood sugar. And I'm supposed to return to a restful state. It's really interesting to try to do that if your body 
can't calm down quickly. And so, so many times in the night, particularly around the weeks when my mom was really not doing well and she was in the last stages of life, I would wake in the night because I'd get a phone call or I'd just wake and think of her. And then I would do the breathing that you taught me. So I I just can't tell you how much of a difference that has all made in my experience. So Amy, it's time to do a little bit of exercising here with this. Um, Can you walk us through several of something, some deep breathing exercises that you believe might be helpful, things that we can catch on to fairly quickly? And then I'm going to ask you about where else we can find your deep breathing exercises. Okay. Sounds fabulous. So let's just start with a basic belly breath. And I would invite you to perhaps place your left hand over your heart and your right hand over your belly, right where your belly button is. And before you even begin, just notice your breath. Don't even try to change your breath. Just notice it. Do you know there's so much power in just the mindfulness of noticing your breath? that often it begins to naturally slow down without you doing a thing. And then as you inhale next time, see if you can direct the breath into your belly, letting it swell like a balloon as you inhale. And then as you exhale, squeezing the air out, using your diaphragm, pushing the air out. Good. Inhale, if you can, through your nose. Fill your belly. Exhale, squeeze it out. And with that hand over your heart, oftentimes you can, oftentimes you can feel your heart rate slowing down even as you practice this breath. As the breath goes, so goes the heart. God, it's really just as simple as that. If you've ever paid attention to a baby, they naturally breathe through the belly. When you're not stressed, you think nothing of it. You just simply breathe through the belly. Good. So that's a basic belly breath. Another breath that has been studied a lot that is super effective is called a ratio breath. There's a lot of variations of this breath. You can have your inhale and your exhale be identical, um, but the most popular one is a four, seven, eight breath. And what that means is you inhale for a count of four, you hold your breath for a count of seven, and you exhale for a count of eight. If you have a smartphone, you can um, simply put in the search engine metronome and it will it should just bring it right up and that's the beat counter so you don't have to really think about the counts. You can count it out or you can and you can adjust that. It can go faster or slower. But I'll just snap it out for us today. It won't be perfect, but that's okay. And we'll do this 478. So when you're ready, just let everything, all the air in you, just exhale it all out. And then when you're ready, 
Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. It feels fabulous. I feel calmer as I go. Yeah, that is that is much more like what I do at nighttime when I and oftentimes I find I am asleep before I get through it. Too many times I am just gone. And so I appreciate that so much. Those are very easy. That's a very easy exercise to do, as you said, at a stoplight while you're driving in the doctor's office in the emergency room, wherever you might find yourself to just really calm everything down. You know, the beauty of this in my mind, Amy, too, is that once you know it, you can share it with your care receiver. I have actually used some breathing, as I said in the last episode, with my kids in the doctor's office, with my mom when she was having painful procedures done, I would have her look at me and mirror my breathing. So that's definitely the kind, that's the kind of breathing that you can teach your kids to do before exams. Yes. To calm their body down. That is so awesome. There's actually a, a maybe an even better one for little ones, or if you um, are caregiving with somebody who um, is more of a visual person, there's a breath called the box breath, and you can actually print out, you can probably just put it in a, in a Google search engine and print out a PDF of the box and follow it with your finger as you go. But this is a breath that's used by the Navy SEALs. And I figure they're under a lot of stress. And if they can use this breath to calm themselves under high pressure situations, then this is good for all of us. And it's very similar to the ratio in that it's a counted out breath, but each part of the breath is the same, like a box. So you inhale for four, hold it for four, exhale for four and hold it for four. So there's a hold on two parts of the breath and you can just draw that breath out with your finger over a box or in the air or however it works for you. Great for kids. Oh, that sounds awesome. And particularly, I think about the kids I know who are struggling with sometimes anxiety around their type one diabetes, their, you know, their everyday activities. There are a lot of needles and pricks involved, you know, it's, um, it is a whole new experience to try to keep a child calm if they've got a lot of extra stuff in their routine that is is kind of unusual for kids to have to deal with. So I appreciate that so much, the box breath. 
That is wonderful. Wonderful. Well, those are fabulous ideas in breathing. Um, Amy, can you share with us? I appreciate you walking us through there. I definitely want to make your information available to the folks who are listening here because there are so many very cool things that you do. How do people connect with you around the work that you're doing, Amy? Well, I do a lot of free content on Instagram where I do a meditation Monday, some sort of video, usually layers in scripture. And, um, I've been doing some reels on there too, because they're kind of fun. So I've been trying to do like short yoga, um, just a little bit of movement with some of the meditative qualities to it. And then I also have an online program that goes with um, a journal that I have called Released. And the online component actually walks you through different breathing exercises and meditations that is essentially the foundation of the training that I've gone through with trauma just put into a workbook. So it has a workbook that has also the audio files that go with it. Oh, how wonderful. What a blessing to be a writer as well. And that's how you get all of these things done. Well, Amy, it has been such a joy to have you here with us today. I am definitely going to continue to practice the things that you teach and to look for you on social media and to follow. I just, you're all just always doing something innovative and fun. I really appreciate all of the heart that you put into what you do. So would you come back and see us again around some of the other things that you're involved in? Would you be willing to do that? I would be honored to, Lori. I think that your podcast is amazing. And each one that I tune into, I am learning something new. I am not particularly a caregiver other than just having a six-year-old. But I find it very therapeutic for me to listen and get these tips and just be reminded of the importance of overall wellness. I think it's a great thing you're doing. Thank you so much, Amy. Always a pleasure to see you. Thanks so much for being the first test guest on Blessed in This Mess. You take care and we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Sounds wonderful. Thanks, Lori. Thanks for joining me today and for sharing the podcast with the family caregivers you know. For links to the resources used today, please check out the show notes or the podcast tab on my website at laurieschlosser.com. Better yet, go to my website and subscribe. That way, you're added to my mailing list and you never miss an episode or any updates I'm sharing. You can also find me on Facebook at Lori Schlosser, and thank you so much for following the page if you've already done that. Or I'm also on Instagram at Lori Schlosser Speaks, and I really do love receiving your notes, and I also love your suggestions for future episodes. I'm always open to those. I hope today that you will take the time to just be still and to breathe deeply and to help calm your body. It's so good for you. Someone you love is so blessed by you. They are so blessed by the caregiving that you offer. So please take care of yourself too. That's all for today, guys. See you next time.